a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Dave X Media. Something had happened to the night. The star-strewn indigo sky was suddenly pitch black and lightless. The stars, the moon, the misty street lamps at either end of the alley had vanished. The distant grumble of cars and the whisper of trees had gone. The balmy evening was suddenly, piercingly, bitingly cold. They were surrounded by total, impenetrable, silent darkness, as though some giant hand had dropped a thick, icy mantle over the entire alleyway, blinding them. Welcome to the restricted section, the super pro trans rights, Harry Potter slander, Harry Potter book club podcast. Today we're covering chapter one of Order of the Phoenix. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Chapter one, Dudley Demented. Angsty Harry is so flippin' mad he can't even handle it, y'all. He's mad he's stranded at the Dursleys. He's mad no one will tell him anything. He's mad Hermione and Ron are hanging out without him. He's mad that he has to just carry around all of this trauma all the time. He's mad his scar hurts like all the time. He's mad that the Dursleys won't let him listen to the news. He's mad there isn't any news about Voldemort. What the fuck is up with Voldemort? Welcome to the restricted section where Dementors will try to get handsy with you on the walk home. My co-host today is junior heavyweight interschool boxing champion of the Southeast, Grace. Say oh hello my to the listeners, God. Grace. Hello. What an intro, baby. <laughs> She's a real heavyweight. I don't know if you've seen her. <laughs> and I'm extremely excited because our special guest today is Bayana, co-host of hashtag wizard team slash just wizard team the podcast, and co-founder of Black Nerds Create. Say hello to the listeners, Bayana. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us for our very first chapter of Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so special. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And I'm really excited to have a new guest, make a little bit of a new friend, new book, new season. So what are your pronouns? Um, my pronouns are she, her. Awesome. Awesome. And um, tell the listeners a little bit about what you do, Wizard Team and Black Nerds Create and all that good stuff. Yeah. So um, Black Nerds Create is a collective of Black nerds and creators. Um, We put on a lot of different content um, and programming around critical fandom and creative fandom. So we've, we've been out here for a while. Um, and so it's just like a lot of, you know, we have our own community. We um, do a lot of like fan content. We're super excited about the current new Lord of the Rings show coming out on Amazon Prime. So we've like been doing a lot, you know, a lot of different fandoms uh, that we kind of like play in and hang out in. But Wizard Team is a, well, was a Harry Potter podcast um, that I co-hosted with my cousin and co-founder, um, Robin Jordan. We started it in, I want to say, like 2015 and then went through the entire series chapter by chapter. And then 
after that, we did like a couple other things, but we retired the podcast last year. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah. So 2021 around April, we retired the podcast, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's all still up there. If y'all search wizard team, it'll be up there. Um, we have other like podcasts and, um, projects that we're working on and planning to put out, um, in the next couple months. So yeah. And you seem pretty normal, pretty happy. So that gives me hope that <gasps> I'll still be okay by the time I get to the end of this series. Um, well, <laughs> I, okay. So this is, it's an interesting thing because like when y'all asked me to do this, I was just like, wow, should I? Mostly because I have not discussed Harry Potter at all since we retired the podcast. And yeah. I have not picked up the Order of the Phoenix since we recorded. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was like, Four or five years ago, um, <laughs> I definitely I was like going through my tweets because now like I'm on Twitter. I don't really like tweet about I'll tweet about fandom, but very like vague or like excitement. But like the critical fandom work that we do at BNC like mostly stays like I don't really take it onto my timeline anymore. Right. You have like a, di- a different platform through it. Yeah. And I just like if I want to talk about something that I like on Twitter, like I'm just going to be like, this is fun. Or I have, you know what I mean? Let's make jokes right. about it. Yeah. And so I was just like randomly like, a couple nights ago, I was like trying to look. I was like, when did I stop? Like, when did I like start making that transition? And it was like 2019. And I think that's when we stopped the books or when we finished the series. Um, mm-hmm. And I just got really like fandom fatigued I like kind of got like fandom burnout which I don't think I like had the language for at the time yeah but it definitely was like towards the end of 2019 and like for more reasons than just like JK Rowling's like being a turf and like all of her BS because also like I was looking at my tweets I was looking at my tweets and I'm like oh no she was really it was she was on one for like way before that too um yeah so Mm -hmm. that was kind of like 2019 2020 was more like the final straw but by that point for more reasons than just her I was kind of like ready to be done and then we continued wizard team for a little bit longer like we took a really small break and then we did and honestly this is probably the problem like we did um cursed child and like the fantastic beast screenplays those were really rough (laughs) so it was just like yeah, so it makes sense why I haven't, like, gone back in the, like, a little over a year oh, since we break. ended. Yeah, and I just, like, yeah. So, I mean, I will say that, like, Wizard Team was extremely fun for me. Even when Robin and I weren't having a great time with, like, the actual content, like, mm-hmm. we had fun talking to each other and, like, talking about Harry Potter, but also, like, other stuff. Like, by the end, we were kind of like, well, let's talk about this thing real quick. Like, some random, you know, we used to go on tangents and stuff, so... Yeah. Overall, like, Wizard Team itself was very fun, Um, even if, like, the other stuff I kind of was just like, you know, I'm over it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I'm really grateful for this podcast, even at at the same time as I'm like, oh, my God, Order of the Phoenix is so long and so agonizing, and the author of this series is so obnoxious and, like, such a bad person. Um, I'm really grateful for this podcast because I just feel like I would never have thought about this series critically in my life Mm. if I didn't uh, sit down and talk about it for just way too long with way too many people (laughs) because like we talked about this in some of our early episodes about how like I read these for the first time when I was like eight to 15 Mm -hmm. and like in in a lot of ways the the dozen of times that I've read the series since then like my brain just like doesn't activate with my like English degree like 
publisher, like critical theory brain, like my that part of my brain like never activated for this book series because it was just like eight year old me having a good time. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that like going through it, seeing everything that's just so wrong about it, and 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 still letting yourself enjoy parts of it is like a really uh, important process, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I feel the same as you. That I, after I finish this podcast, I'm going to take at least a five-year break. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm still not, like, I'm definitely still taking a break. Like, I read the chapter and I wasn't like, ooh, time to get back in. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> well, that's enough. I was just like, all right, cool. I did that. That's that's fine. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fine. I mean, like, well, you know, your listeners can't see, but as the two of you can see, I have this gigantic bookcase behind me with yeah. lots and lots of books. Um, it's beautiful. I see Twilight. That's yeah. Well, yeah, those are from those are from um high school and i just like never gave them away mostly because i'm like what if i decide to reread them i don't think i will but well the the other thing with twilight books (laughs) is like if you give them away nobody's taking them right right? they're in every thrift store across the country right so i'm like they can stay um but like the majority of my bookshelf is like authors from like written by authors of color so other than like the ones that i've had since like high school or college like all the more right. recent bought ones are, yeah. Hell yeah. I love that for you. I've been rewatching the Twilight series with some of my friends who <laughs> have never read or seen it. And uh, I just watched Breaking Dawn part one, which Ooh. is like mm-hmm. like an hour long honeymoon and then like an hour long C-section. Yeah. It's just like the worst thing <laughs> yeah, in the world. It's really it's the not, worst movie it's I've ever seen. not well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a Twilight podcast. No, I mean, yeah, I kind of for like a very brief moment had talked about doing it with one of our other like team members because um, we're like around the same age. So we had, mm-hmm. you know, we're that we were in the age group. Um, yes. Yeah. For when it was first coming out. But like, I just I have not opened them. Like they've just sat there. They're bad. They've like moved they're, like, to different dangerous. bookshelves and they're just like sitting there and I'm like, they'll just be there. It's fine. You guys, <laughs> I'm about to have an intervention for both of you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're not good. We won't go there. Um, we're gonna hang out with this other not very good book series instead. But before <laughs> we do, I would love to start kick off our season five with an apple podcast review i know last week in our pregame episode i read the funniest four-star review that i've ever seen in my life it was very critical four star uh, begrudging four stars yeah (laughs) but this is just a very nice review from our friend Takena, who's a patron from patreon that we're um we chat with in our discord so thank you so much for the review Takena. Takena says, love listening to the podcast. It's fun to hear people talk about Harry Potter in the perspective of nostalgic, but also critical. Also note that this is intended for an adult audience and that the pod does not condone the author's views, which are both positives for me. So that pretty much sums up the show. Thank you so much, Takena. (laughs) I really appreciate it. And I'm glad that um, our explicit language is a pro for you because I know that for some other people, it has not been a positive. uh, And that's not our target audience, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we mostly, like, just because of how we talk, like, we were explicit, too. And, like, I remember talking to, like, aunties and stuff and being like, oh, yeah, like, my kid is about to start reading. Like, should she listen to the podcast? And I'm like, no. mm Mm-mm. No. Don't Don't do do it. it. It's fine. Adults only. (laughs) Our logo says adults only on it. It's like, please do not pass. Yeah. So, I am, I like, I really don't... (laughs) 
I really don't like Order of the Phoenix. Really? Um, but Bayana, I, I have heard that you have a differing opinion. So the th- problem is, um, is like all the stuff that I just talked about, about like fandom fatigue and not really like being in Harry Potter right now mm-hmm. at all. So I don't know how much I can like really defend Order of the Phoenix to you. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I will say, okay, from the perspective of a 10-year-old Bayana, it was definitely like, one, it was the first book I was able to buy like when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the first four books, I, I think my parents bought me the first one when I was little. I was like maybe six when I started reading the series. Um, and then I borrowed two through four from my grandmother. Um, like she had them. I don't know why I never just cool. bought them, but cool. she Grandma, had yeah. them. And I Damn. saw her all the time. So I would just like borrow her books. Um, but then Order of the Phoenix was like the first one where it was like, oh, this book is coming out. I have to go get it. I like, I yeah. like went to, it, I think it came out during the summer. So like I was going to work with my dad um, and I like made him stop at a bookstore on the way to his job because I'm like, nah, I need to get this what book. What am I going to do all day? <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, I, it was the first time I think I really like, not, I didn't like participate in fandom as a kid, but I think it was like the first time I had that kind of like experience. Um, so I think that colors it. I think that I really like angst. Um, that's okay. like then my, this is the book. Yeah, that's, this is the you book know, you. that's my thing. I love angst. I think that. Um, I think we talked about it on Wizard Team. Like, people talk about how they hate book five Harry, but book six Harry is worse. Um, So I am, like, a book five Harry apologist for the most part. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's it. I like, yeah, it's really the angst of it all. And I don't, I don't, I I couldn't say whether I liked angst before I read the book or if it, like, shaped my love of angst. I'm not actually sure, um, (laughs) like, which came first. But this is uh, formative for me yeah i'm like mm-hmm. i i think like it definitely i mean the series as a whole definitely is even though yeah. like i you know regardless of like my relationship with it now i can't say it wasn't um right. but yeah that's all i got it's not super like if you i'm sure like if folks want to go back to like listen to wizard team we have i have a much more like passionate <laughs> like <laughs> reasons that's quite all right i think um i think I am struggling to find passion for this is exactly mm-hmm. the tone we're going into season cool. five with. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm excited. So what? So every summer when we're on hiatus, I read the book, I take the notes, and then we start recording in September. And just reading this book by myself, it's 800 and fucking like 70 pages. <laughs> just reading it by myself for like days and days and days, taking notes about every single fucking thing that happens in this yeah. book. I wanted to simply walk into the sea and never yeah. return. <laughs> See, I get so, that. Like, I definitely, I feel like this is probably the biggest book I had read, like, the first time I read it. And now yeah, I love, guess. like, I love epic fantasy, so I love to read a long book. But yeah. I will say that, like, for us, we used to record weekly, so it was a little bit easier um, in terms of that, because then it was like, okay, we just read this one chapter, and then, like, I don't have to come back yeah, to it yeah. for another week. Um, in terms of, like, having to take notes on the whole thing, like, that feels... Like, I, too, would want <laughs> just want to be done. Like It just, like, makes sense because we're on that hiatus in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And back when I back when I took notes week to week, I would, like, suck at it. I would, like, forget to. I would yeah. have to sometimes ask people to take notes for me about what happens in the chapter. Yeah. So. That makes sense. But anyway, I'm just really excited to, like, get talking about it. I think that. I think that chatting with friends and old friends and new about this book is going to get me excited about it again. 
especially because there's so much going on. And um, well, let's get to it. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. So it is the hottest day of summer in little whinging Surrey, Britain, whatever, wherever the fuck that is. <laughs> um, and they're in a drought. They're like, oh, God, it's so hot. And like me and Grace here in the south are like, OK, I'm sure it's real hot up there. Yeah, I'm going to say like where I am, like because I'm like currently more like a little bit more inland from the bay. And so like mm-hmm. it gets to like 100 degrees during the day. I'm like, but I think I mean, obviously, this is however long ago it was. But I do like I feel like pretty recently Britain had like a heat wave or something and they were all like, <laughs> I don't think they're like. They're not made for, for it. They're just They're not, not made like, for it. Yeah. Okay, I'm doing a quick Google. Okay. Top temperature Surrey, August 1995. <laughs> oh, it, it peaked out at 95 degrees Fahrenheit. So. Okay. That's, that's pretty a, that's toasty. Pretty, yeah. Pretty toasty. And I'm like assuming they don't have air conditioning, maybe. If oh, that's not, yeah, if I they're think not, the windows like, are open. I know. Yeah. I was shocked when it was like the windows are open, hoping hoping for like a breeze. They yeah, they don't. But do I get that because like, there. yeah, I was gonna say because like mm. in the Bay Area, like further, like closer to the water, it doesn't get hot very often. So there's not a lot of houses with AC. So the few days where it like yeah. gets yeah. high, it is like it's you bad. know it gets hotter inside than it is outside too. Yeah, Stuffy. then you open all your windows. I remember. Mm-hmm renting a couple apartments with no AC when I was in college down in Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a required afternoon siesta situation. Yeah. yeah. So like totally. from like one to four PM, the fan is on high. I'm completely naked. All the windows and doors are open. Sorry, don't look in my room. <laughs> and I'm just asleep on top of the comforter. Are you sure you're asleep or did you actually pass out? Because it's, it's hard like to, both to, somewhere in the middle. Say, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like delirious. Just like a yeah, fugue state. So Harry Harry Potter, um, we we don't get the Harry Potter was a very special boy, but we get a little bit of like a strange boy laying in the bushes and he's grumpy. Yeah. I will say I did I do remember liking that about this book, because the other like the previous ones do like this long like and don't forget he just found yes. out he was a wizard oh like they do this so much thing, reminding. which i yeah. think that like maybe at a certain age and if they're coming out you know however many however much time is between the like releases or whatever like right i get that it's helpful but this is like the first one where it felt a little yeah. less but like by book five me. it's like you should like we know, know. Yeah. yeah 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 we know you know who it is it's the fifth book you know who it is (laughs) so basically harry has been trying to follow the muggle news to listen for any clues about voldemort being back in power um because his magical friends aren't telling him anything so he's been trying to look for clues on the muggle news like unexplained shenanigans but vernon and petunia are like ew what kind of 15 year old listens to the news that's obviously a hoax get out (laughs) I'm just so curious what they thought he was going to do with, like, that information. Like, they were really Why are they so bothered all the time? I think they just love depriving him. Like, they just love depriving him of anything at any turn. And they, like, don't want to be in his presence either. So they're just like, are you going to come sit with us? Absolutely not. (laughs) Oh, God, whatever. Okay, and he's just chilling there. 
in waiting for the news to start. Uh, Mrs. Fig passes by. That probably is just nothing. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> um, and uh, Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia are chatting about how they think Dudley is having tea at the Polkuses, but Harry knows Dudley is out being a punk instead. Mm. Um, he's he's gone like full yeah he's like a grown up bully now instead of like a child bully mm-hmm. he's a professional bully he's a professional he's a, bully <laughs> he's a boxer now yeah he's yes <laughs> well and there's that really funny line that Harry says about like Harry it was it's later in the chapter it's like Harry wasn't scared of Dudley anymore but he didn't think that Harry that Dudley learning to punch harder and more accurately was anything to be celebrated mm-hmm. yeah um so we listen to the news. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We we listen to the whole news show. Great, really engaging hook. I did like again. I have not read this chapter in like five years. So mm-hmm. when I when it opened, I was just like, "This is not like." And granted, I've read a lot of books recently. I'm like also a writer, so just you know, nice. you you hear all of you like get all this information and you like study a lot, like how to open a book and how to do all this stuff. And this was like very, I think that like Sorcerer's Stone was a good like intro. Oh God, yes. Um, so cool. But this is very like lackluster. Yeah, yeah, it is. It almost makes you as the reader feel the isolation and desperation that Harry himself is feeling right, right now. Which You're like, what are is we? maybe the point, which I don't know. I can't decide yeah. if that's a good or bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm with you. Grace and I both work for a, a small publishing house, so we're right there with you with uh, our keen eye for storytelling yeah. details. And it's like, hmm, laying in the begonia is real cool. Huh? Yeah. So basically nothing comes up in the news, and Harry's mad that there's no news. But also a little bit glad. <laughs> right. Yeah. He He's basically just like, why haven't I heard anything it's this is like not a no news is good news situation. Mm-hmm. It's like a wait a second. Why aren't the cats making any noise? Like it's one of those. It's like yeah. what the fuck are they doing? Like what is so going quiet? on? Yeah. yeah. Um so Harry's like, "Well, fuck this. News is over." He starts to crawl out of the bushes and then everything happens. Now this is the hook. Mm. Yeah. There's a loud crack. The Dursleys are screaming. Harry stands up. He pulls his wand, but he cracks his head on the open window. Ouch. I can like feel that yeah. almost yes. like my eyes are like Mm-mm. welling up with tears. <laughs> Harry's already a little grumpy, so you know like a a righteous rage flashes through his body when he hurts himself. <laughs> that is so relatable. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> the classic like getting your hoodie pocket oh, stuck on the on door. The door. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You're just God. ready to like pull the door off the hinges and set it on fire. You- you turn to the door and you're just like, next time, just take my firstborn. <laughs> um, so Uncle Vernon like reaches out the window to grab Harry, which hilarious. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, he doesn't have the strength to leverage a child through the window, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Wait, OK. But he's like, I was choking him, which I'm just yeah, like, I was, on the front I was trying long? to clarify that because I'm listening to the audiobook and I meant to go back to double check. He does grab him by the throat. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's right. Whoa. Um, but then Harry does, I guess, like a bit of accidental magic that like yeah. zaps Vernon off him. He becomes like a taser. <laughs> I think it's like his scar or whatever because he's like, oh, he's, oh. you're in danger. Oh, the lightning. Because I think it's just like his forehead throbs or something. I don't know. 
Well, maybe that's from cracking it on the window. I mean, that's why I'm like, maybe. But I feel like, I think it's his scar being like, oh, no, no, you're not about to I have the technology. Kill. I'm, I'm not like, um, I'm not big on, let me check the text for that. Because this is, as I mentioned before, like 870 pages. But it is chapter one. So we can do it <laughs> in this very special case. Yeah, it is the pain on top of his head. It says specifically his uncle's sausage like fingers. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. They're so mean about overweight people. I know. It's really it's bad. Really uncomfortable. Yeah. It never gets better. Oh, it does not. Um, two large purple hands reached through the open window and closed tightly around his throat. Yeah, pretty much everything that's ever said about Dolores Umbridge is like so fat phobic and disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's like, she can be evil without also being fat. Like, I don't know, man. Why don't we talk about how she's a child abuser instead yeah. of how like squatty she is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so whatever all that was, it's over. Harry fall down. He hide his wand. Um, <laughs> and then uncle Vernon obviously is like, you made that cracking noise. Um, and then there's a little bit of back and forth with Vernon and Petunia and Harry about like, oh, what are you doing? Why are you watching the news? Um, I don't believe you. You're stupid. And I hate you, basically. Mm -hmm. So then Harry's like, well, watch this and just walks away. <laughs> I love that. I love a good storm off. <laughs> he He's not going to like come inside. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> come front. They don't even want him to. So <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, he knows he'll be in trouble later, but, like... He got in a few good, like, digs, though, before he, he stormed off. He did. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of, like, um... Yeah, he's... His his insults are really I was gonna good. say, he's... Yeah, he's good at... It, it took him a couple years, but... Yeah. He's definitely good at, like, a comeback, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. There's something about, like, well, we're not stupid, and he's like, that's news to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, or... And they're like, why do you want to watch the news every day? And he's like, well... Well, it changes, it changes. every day. <laughs> That's kind of I the point. I love it. I love yeah, it so, so much. Because I feel like I I come up with comebacks like that as I'm like storming away. I'm exactly. Like, I should have said that. That would have been so good. Definitely. So he grumps away and he's like thinking and stomping, thinking and stomping. He reminds us that that crack sound indicates an apparition or a disapparition. And I guess we haven't seen any apparition or disapparition so far in the series because he's like, Dobby does that. Mm. And he's like, is Dobby here right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That, that is there's funny. There's been no apparition. Is that is that true? That can't be right because I think Arthur Weasley like operates to work and stuff. Yeah, but, but I don't yeah. think he's like there. Like the last time they were using like the port key or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely has traveled by just about every other method yeah. other than operation. Yes. Yeah, unclear, but this book is like remember Dobby so he he starts to gaslight himself a little bit. He's yeah. like, I it probably wasn't even an apparition or a disapparition. Mm -hmm. I probably invented that or like imagined it because I'm so desperate for contact from the outside world of of magicians because <laughs> witches and wizards is gendered language, so we call them all magicians now. <laughs> yes. Um, he's been getting the daily profit, but it's like useless. He's been getting letters from Ron and Hermione, useless. Um, he's been so desperately lonely and frustrated and jealous that he threw away the chocolate they sent for his birthday. I, Can you that's imagine? That's pretty bad. Right. 
Cannot yeah, relate. that's pretty bad. I would so spitefully eat that chocolate. Me too. I First like, of all, well, also like, which trash can do you throw it in? Because if it's not, if it's unopened and it's just like the one by your, you know, like in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go get like, it. Go get it. Like, why did you, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I, uh, this is the point where I start really feeling bad for Harry, though. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. That's the thing is like, this book is so full of angst, but like, as you're reading it, it, it. Until the climax. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, like, so out of Harry's control. He's so confused and, like, so scared and, and like, so, so traumatized. so suffering from mm-hmm. PTSD. Yes. Absolutely. And everyone's, like, figured out, go home to your abusers right. for three months. Because that's like, the other thing is, even if it was a car backfiring, like, yeah. that was going to freak him out regardless. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's true. And, like, Ron and Hermione's letters are so useless, and they just should have... Like, it's one of those things, like, you hate when, like, you know when somebody's like, oh, I gotta tell you something later. Yes! Yes. That's exactly what it is. Or, ooh, like, we should talk about... Actually, never mind. Like, those kinds of things are so irritating, Mm, and so, like, there are ways that they could have written their letters to him without alluding to them knowing more information that they couldn't share with him. Yeah. Yeah, like, in my group chat with my gal pals if we're like hanging out and one person can't come we're like don't worry we're not gonna have any fun without you you don't be like oh that sucks because this is gonna be really interesting and like you're gonna miss out on a lot like (laughs) you do nice things to protect your friends sometimes right yeah and especially because this is the book where Hermione is supposed to become really truly like their emotional guide you know Hmm. like the whole rest of the book she's really emotionally perceptive so you would think she knows better than to be like, oh, there's a lot of cool stuff going on here. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you're not even like allowed, you they don't know where, you don't, like, none of that information is necessary. You could literally just be like, hey, are you okay? And they're obviously together. Yeah. yeah that sucks. That sucks. And, like, yeah. if you, if, <sighs> part of me feels like it's okay for them to, like, let him know that they're together. But yeah. not in a way that's, like, really vague. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And Harry's like, first of all, y'all wouldn't even be friends if it wasn't for yeah. me. <laughs> I just feel like Harry's particularly susceptible to FOMO generally. Mm-hmm. And then, oh my like, God, yes. This is just another He's level. He's with his abusers. Yeah. <laughs> He's just been traumatized. He's completely in the dark. He's gaslighting himself. This is no good. So then he's like, why isn't anyone telling me anything? Didn't I prove myself when yeah. I fought Voldemort and watched Cedric die? And mm-hmm. then he's like, shouldn't have thought that. Shouldn't have thought that. Gonna carry on. Gonna keep yeah. on walking. Like, mm. bro needs so, therapy so now needs more a hug. than ever. He needs somebody to talk to. He needs yeah. that chocolate he threw away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he is in need right now. <laughs> um, so he goes to a playground and sits on a swing. Grumpy. Mm. grumpy on the swing and like i can't i can't divorce this scene from like the movie the way that it's like all sepia tone yeah because it's so hot outside it's so hot out the grass is all brown yeah it's gross he tells us that he has been having dreams about long dark corridor long dark corridors that's a bit of a weird word actually Mm -hmm. all finishing in dead ends and locked doors Ooh. I'm going to get that clip of Barty Crouch from Goblet of Fire when he goes. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah. I know the one. <laughs> He's just like mad and he just like keeps thinking about it. He's like, damn, I wish I wasn't so mad and lonely right now. 
Dudley and the gang approach on racing bikes. Mm-hmm. We learn that Dudley is now a boxing champion. He's mm-hmm. been, uh, which is like cool. Like I, I, I disagree with Harry. I think that channeling his anger and his strength into something constructive, like could be really good. You it know? could be good if he was channeling it only into that, but he's yeah. still bullying of, like the 10 small he beat up. children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a step in the right direction. You're right. You're yeah. right. He just needs like better role models. There's mm. like so, there's like a different movie out there, like a sport, a feel good like family sports movie about like this bully who has struggles with weight problems and then like finds his thing as a boxing champion, but he's still being a bully. And then his like coach finds him and is like, "Hey, boxing champions don't bully ten year olds." And then he like wins the wins regionals or like whatever. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> the Dudley fanfic. <laughs> So Dudley and his friends are just like being loud and stupid and they haven't noticed Harry, but Harry is so mad that he's like, come over here, come over here, bitch, say something. <laughs> you won't. Come over here and say it to my face. <laughs> it's like classic just teen like rage. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's he's one of those raging. things where like he's mad for very like valid reasons, but then his only outlet means that he just wants to do like really ridiculous and like. Do crimes. Yeah, yeah. it's just like Fuck things that up. are like not going to change anything are really terrible ideas. And like, yeah, he's yeah. like, come fight me. Like, <laughs> just bro, like, don't really? fight, That's don't a fight terrible this local idea. gang. <laughs> On top of the fact that like you're I mean, we see it a little bit later, but like you're going to get madder and then do something that you shouldn't yeah. do. So like, yeah, yeah, just not constructive. No. Nothing, no part of this chapter is constructive. <laughs> but he's 15 and he's dealing with unchecked PTSD. So like, what he can you do? Yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I definitely think that this is, I mean, I could see anyone in his situation doing exactly this. So I don't blame mm-hmm. him at all. That's something that we don't get in the 19 years later epilogue is how <laughs> successful Harry's decade plus of therapy has really been for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> I would feel unethical not including therapy in a story like this as a writer. You know what I mean? I yeah. completely agree. It's hard to, though, like, I mean, you know, speaking of someone who likes angst, and I like to read and write about characters who go through a lot of pain. You like Zuko from Avatar? I love Zuko from Avatar. <laughs> I figured. I figured. <laughs> but I think it's like, it's really, it's like one of those things, like you have to, even if it's like not very specific like you just have to make sure you give them moments of like care and like i mean i think that like he does occasionally in this book it's also hard because it's like also compounded with like more pain so it's hard to like it's like is there oh thank god my guardian is here to save me (laughs) it's like like, oh no he died immediately yeah (sighs) yeah so it's it's a it's rough it's hard to be hairy yeah i mean the great thing is this in this book in particular, Harry's angst is really going to drive the plot. So you're right about that. Yeah. Wow. I just love. I don't know why when you said that I was like, oh yeah, that terrible date with Cho Chang. That has nothing to do with his angst. But Lord. I'm yeah, really that was just him being very confused and just like not good at dating. He's like, this date is awkward. Uh, do you want to come visit my best gal pal with me? No reason. It's not a romantic thing. Anyway. That episode comes out the day after Valentine's Day 2023, Ooh. and I'm just extremely excited. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I know, it happened by accident. That's oh, great. no, it didn't. It that was accident. the universe. I love that. 
Just like last year, the second task episode came out on the same day that the second task happened in the book. <gasps> a miracle. Yeah. A miracle. Very cool. I don't plan any of this. So Dudley and the gang leave. Harry's like, fine. He gets up to head home, but he uh, catches up with Dudley and the gang. The gang leaves. Harry is the antagonist for the rest of this scene. <laughs> Harry's like, oh, hey, Big D. <laughs> like, it's big. It's very serious, like, little brother energy. Yeah. Like, it's really it's very it's like, childish. Man, Dudley is kind of keeping his cool. He's like, he's like giving it back, but he he keeps his head on. You know, he's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Dudley's <laughs> like, hey man, I'm just trying to go home. <laughs> Can't we just walk in yeah. silence? <laughs> like literally, like please just leave me alone. It's fine. We don't we don't like each other. It's okay. Yeah, like don't walk together. <laughs> just like walk awkwardly far apart. Like you know? across just, the like, street, walk on opposite sides. Yeah. Of the <laughs> Giving each other the side eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Harry literally admits in the narrative that he is giving Dudley his own frustration. He's mm -hmm. like, I want to give Dudley the frustration I'm feeling. This is the only outlet I have. Like, he says that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he knows. He knows what he's doing. So finally, in a desperate attempt to escape this conversation, <laughs> Dudley is like, well, you're a little bitch when you're crying at night, basically. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And yeah. Harry very cleverly is like, what? Am I supposed to be afraid of pillows? <laughs> but yeah. like, Harry, you know that you're prone to nightmares. Yeah. He yeah. was definitely like, again, he knows how to, he, he has a good comeback. Even though in his head he's yeah. like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. He's like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Dudley's like, what about Cedric? And like, ugh, the unfortunate thing is like, for a super toxically masculine, shitty 15-year-old dude bully, like, Harry crying out Cedric's name in the night is like, oh, that is just asking to get bullied about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, clearly these people hate. I mean, we knew. We've known. It's been, like, however many years at this point. And, like, we know the Dursleys hate Harry. But, like, clearly the walls are not are pretty thin like if Dudley can hear yeah. Harry and yeah so that's true Aunt Petunia and Vernon are both just kind of like I don't know man's up to something trying to watch the news that's all they care about like they are not thinking like oh he's 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 going through it in there at like 2 a.m yeah, Which, yeah. God. damn just let him cry it out yeah oh. and honestly oh. like I wonder if Dudley's like, yo, is he good? But also, you know, they have their own, like, antagonistic relationship. And so now this is the only time. He's like, I'm going to just throw it in his face real quick. Yeah. I feel like him not bringing yeah. it up until this moment makes sense for him. Right. As, like, you know, based on their relationship and how old he is or whatever. But, like, for the adults, I mean, most of the adults in this story this are are terrible. Questionable <laughs> at, at best. <laughs> Well, yeah. they're, they're so shitty. The Dursleys are so shitty to Harry that even if they do hear him, like, having active trauma in the night, like, they'll they'll probably, like, tell themselves that it's because he fucked around with magic mm -hmm. or, like, he's doing, like, magic hallucinogens or, like, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. It's, like, it's not going to be, like, poor sad child has trauma. Right. It's, like, he yeah. brought it upon himself, whatever this is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be his fault. So, in retaliation, Harry pulls his wand on Dudley 
don't really know where he's going with this plan. No. Nope. Luckily for him, we don't have time to find out. I, because, I don't think he knew either. No, no, he just wanted to waggle it's it. Mu- it's a lot of like this book is Harry gets mad and then reacts, but he's like not. It happens so many times. I think it happens. It's after his date with Cho, but like they have another conversation after that. Um, and then he's mad about that, and that's what makes him go um, and like oh jump God. into Snape's thoughts. Because he's mad about something completely different. Yeah. Like, he just gets yeah. mad and he does no, some, like, right reckless shit every time. Yeah. Well, and also, like, three times in this book, Hermione has to be like, hey, Harry, I actually really need you to stop yelling at us. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, I'm with you, but this isn't going to work. Yeah, like, yeah. I, your anger is righteous, but I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So before Harry has the opportunity to do anything with that wand, quote, something had happened to the night. The starry night goes black. The sounds of cars and other stuff disappear. The summer evening goes icy cold. And of course, Dudley thinks Harry did this. Dudley probably thinks it's happening like in his head or something Mm, like that. IRL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry, unfortunately, knows exactly what's happening. And when he listens closely, he can hear the Dementors rattling breath. Ah. Yikes. Yeah, scary. Yeah. Dudley doesn't know what's happening at all. Harry is not doing a good job of of guiding Dudley through this. Harry's like, shut the fuck up. I'm I listening. Know. They're coming. Shut the fuck up. He, like, if it were me, it would be like, hey, man, I understand that we have some beef and I would like to put that on hold right now because we're actually in grave danger. There's like a magical creature. So can you just for five seconds do what I what I say mm-hmm. and then we can you can punch me in a little bit, I promise. Yeah. Dudley punches Harry in the head. <laughs> not helpful. Which, like, with it's not helpful, but I get with all of the information that he can't blame him. Yeah, <laughs> I get been it given, too. Like, he's like, he's got to do what he got to do. Yeah, he can't yeah. see. Like, yeah. And then he runs straight for the de- the friggin' Dementor. <laughs> mm. Which, like, you would think that he would at least be able to tell, like, that it's getting colder or like the weird sounds are getting louder if he's going straight toward it. You would think. Yeah, but I wonder, because, like, muggles can't see them, so it's possible he's not, like... Because there's one on the other side, too, so it's possible that he can't really, like, tell. You know sometimes when, like, you hear like sound, sound, and That's you're just true. like, where is That's that true. coming from? Like, where? what is that? Yeah. Um, so it's possible it's like yeah. that, too. So scary. This is pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Harry goes down. He loses his wand. Harry's trying to protect Dudley. Dudley's trying to punch slash escape from Harry. Yeah. It's not a good situation. Harry says Lumos and his wand lights up near his hand. It's not in his hand. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's like a cool Harry moment. He's got power. (laughs) A lot of times when people talk about Harry being like, uh, especially people who aren't very familiar with the fandom might mention um, Harry being a powerful wizard. This happened on our episode, Harry Potter for beginners, where I had a couple of my non-fandom friends try to explain the plot of Harry Potter to me. They were like, well, Harry's the most powerful wizard in the world. And it's like, no, <laughs> no. he's actually kind it's of bad at super it. Yeah. He's very average. But there are moments like this where it's clear that his magic is really connected to his emotions and he like can make really cool things happening when he's like very focused and like mm-hmm. really trying to get something done. Yeah. Um, so he can grab the wand because it like lights up like a beacon in the night. And now he can see the Dementor. Mm-hmm. He tries to do the Patronus charm, but he—he's just a—he's just a little too angsty for that dang Patronus Man, charm. He, man's is depressed. Like the Dementor yeah. is not. <laughs> it's like this is the wrong time, dude. 
can, can you come back later? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, got, I actually got nothing. And finally, he's like, oh, no, I'll never see Ron and Hermione again. And then he's like, oh, yeah, Ron and Hermione. And then he's he happy them enough. with the, his whole heart. Because I don't even think that was, like, a happy memory. It was literally just, like, nah, like, that was straight Their love. Their faces. Yeah. Yeah. And he, especially since he's mad at them. I know. <laughs> exactly. At first, at first, I was like, is he super happy about never seeing them again? What? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's that mad. <laughs> he's so mad. <laughs> Okay, so he makes his, uh, as they say, corporeal Patronus. The, that term gets mentioned several times in this book. Mm-hmm. He makes his corporeal stag Patronus. That's like opposed to sort of beginners make like a little, just a little jizz Patronus. You know, <laughs> it's just like, it's just like. <laughs> but, but his looks like a stag. <laughs> and it chases away the Dementors. Uh, it, it chases away the, the the one that has Dudley is about to give him a little kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yikes. Harry is like, it's kind of, it's pretty, it's kind of a badass magician moment. He like makes the Patronus. He is like, go get the Dementor. And the Patronus is like, oh shit, 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 shit. And like goes and gets the one Dementor that's about to kiss Dudley. And then he's like, go get the other Dementor. And the stag's like, oh fuck, I didn't see the other one. And, like, shit, 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 shit. and he goes and gets the other one. And they get got, and the dementors are gone. Mm-hmm. The Patronus disappears, and the night returns to normal. Whew, close one, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was really fucked for a second there when <laughs> Harry got punched to the floor by the person he was trying to save. <laughs> so then, Mrs. Fig, Mrs. Arabella Fig, comes. The, his baddie neighbor comes <laughs> running up, shouting about, "I'm gonna kill Mundungus Fletcher." And you're like, who is that? Right. How does Mrs. Fig know what's going on? I have so many questions. I need you to. You know, he's reading. magical only because of that name. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yes. he's wow, clearly not true. a muggle. Extremely true. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first chapter, y'all. Man, that mm-hmm. little plot twist at the end. So good. <laughs> My babysitter was a wizard. I meant the magician. <laughs> um, no, spoiler alert: she's not. Yeah, definitely Mrs. Fig being in on it was like something that I never expected. No, not at all. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) That too. First, I was like, who is this again? Like, (laughs) she's only mentioned, like, she's mentioned at the beginning of the chapter, which helps, but like, yes, that's why. I was like, I have not heard about her in a long time. So you're going to have to, (laughs) like, catch me up. (laughs) I do, I do like that we get her because she seems to be very okay with being a squib and she Mm -hmm. is just like i'm gonna help however i can um she's like i got my life with my cats and i'm gonna help the magicians out even though i'm not magic whereas like the only other squib we get to see is filch who is clearly haunted yeah by the fact that he's a squib so it's cool to see someone who kind of rocks it you know well adjusted that's the end of the first chapter. Damn. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to go back and talk about? Or is there anything that you wanted to like revisit or drive home? Um, Ayana, how about you? I don't you? think so. Yeah, pretty straightforward first chapter. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Grace? Um, I have just like one thing I thought was really funny. Uh, when Harry is hearing Voldemort's voice like in his mind and... Voldemort says, "Bow to death, Harry. It might be. It might even be painless. I would not know. I've never died. I'm like, what a humble brag, dude. He's just like, he's just like, I don't know. 
It could be fine. Just die. Right. <laughs> Just die already, dude. Voldemort is like truly like the most dramatic drama queen. Oh my so god. So dramatic for what? Just just cuz like I don't know. Yeah. What else are you going to do in your quest exactly. for immortality? Like <laughs> we, Exactly. We had we had a a listener email um last week from our friend Mots that was all about how he can't take Voldemort seriously anymore because he's such a fucking nerd. He like gives himself <laughs> his own nickname. Mm-hmm. So the nickname's an anagram for his birth name. Mm-hmm. Um he like he like monologues to his friends. All his friends wear like cute matching outfits. Like it's just it's like not it's really very that threatening much like he's, he is his own main character. Like I love that for yeah. him. You know, all the like sure. very obvious evil aside, like nobody yes. goes up for Voldemort like Voldemort does. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You got to be your own biggest fan. You, you know. know? <laughs> we could all learn a little something from Voldemort. I think. <laughs> cool. Well, are you y'all ready to move on to plugs? Show. Yeah. I never dreamed we'd got a we'd get episode one of Order of the Phoenix done in under an hour. This I, is a miracle. Wow. I didn't know. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. This has never happened before. <laughs> no, we've definitely had an episode under an hour, but um. Uh, don't get used to it. The chapters in this book are <laughs> long, long and dense. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like 25 pages of pop. Like they are long. Yeah. So, Bayana, where can people find you on the internet? Um, yeah, I would say so you can follow me on Twitter at Yana wrote it. Um, doesn't like write in past tense. Mostly, though, you should follow Black Nerds Create. We're um, on Twitter at BLK Nerds Create and then on Instagram at Black Nerds Create. And yeah, just like those are kind of the main two places we can kind of keep up with what we're doing. You know, we'll have announcements for new content coming in the next couple months. And if you want to check out um, book reviews, um, other podcasts we have, other content we have, you can find all of that at BlackNerdsCreate.com. Awesome. Yeah, and I'll post a link to um, maybe some of the stuff that you've written, um, because that's what I was reading to prepare for this episode, and some of it is really awesome. Okay, thank you, because I have not, from the website, like, oh my gosh, wow, okay, because I have not looked at those things in so long, and like, um, when we first started it, it was a blog, and so it was just like, Robin and I writing, like, we used to do it once a week. Um, we would alternate. Well, no, we. I did Tuesday. She did Thursdays, um, and we just kind of did it until we no longer had anything to write about. So, <laughs> yep, I relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And what's something that you've been watching, reading, listening to, playing, experiencing in your personal life lately that you think the listeners of our podcast might enjoy? Okay. So first of all, first of all, I have a lot of like reading recommendations, so I'm gonna pause on that. But. Um, Beyonce's Renaissance. That's all yes. I've been listening to for the last, I guess, at the time of recording, three weeks or so. I'm currently wearing my yes. like post post four shirt from the <gasps> box. Um, and oh my god, yeah. I so love that, your shirt so much. That has been taking over. It's been my life for like the last three weeks. My, I, I, have a, that. I have a little sister. She's ten. She's she's tired of me. Um, <laughs> but that's fine. I'm I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> So if you have not been listening to that, you should. Um, And then in terms of books, so like I've been, so one thing I have been doing a lot of like, like I mentioned Lord of the Rings, um, been doing a lot of like reading Tolkien the last like year. Um, 
which has been interesting. So, uh, cause I've always loved the movies and then I read the like original trilogy a couple years ago and then this year doing like more like deep dives into stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and then like super excited for Rings of Power. So about to watch that. Um, in terms of books, there are lots, but I will recommend two in particular, um, just cause like this is a Harry Potter podcast. So, um, Amari and the Night Brothers by B.B. Alston, um, and The Marvelers by Danielle Clayton. They're both middle grade um, and are like magical school um, with these like black girls, main characters. Um, and they're both like so good. Like it's kind of <laughs> wild. And honestly, when I first read Amari and the Night Brothers, um, I bought it. So like I said, I have my sister, she's 10. So I buy most of her books. And so I'll buy books for her and like some of them if they look interesting enough, like I'll read them. And I read it and I like legit got jealous of her because I was just like, <laughs> imagine getting to read this as a child. Like, um, it's really good. Wow. That's awesome. You buy books for her. I know. Yeah. That's it's so kind of cute. like, it's kind of like anyone else could do it, but because I'm like really tuned into like what books are coming out and like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like I just yeah. kind of, I don't really have a lot of self-control when it comes to buying books. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's really what it is relatable but yeah like those two series the marvelers the first book just came out this year and then um amari and the night brothers the first book came out last year and the second one comes out like maybe in like a week or so cool so yeah those are both great awesome we love middle grade fantasy so i'm excited there's to so check yeah out. and there's so many like really really good ones um that have been coming out in the last like couple years too yeah yeah absolutely Grace, where can people find you uh, or maybe hear your voice elsewhere on the internet? Yes, I'm super boring, so I don't ever post on social media, but you can uh, follow Wildlink Press, the company that Christina and I created on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wildlink Press. And then my plug is also Wildling related. I wanted to plug... Our beloved author, E.S. Christensen. Grace, I was going to plug. No. <laughs> Wait, are we, are we about to plug? Are we double plugging? I'll right plug now? something else. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so Liz is one of our very first authors. She wrote a book called The Blameless and Wildling. Middle grade fantasy. Yeah, also middle mm. grade fantasy. Wildling published the second edition of that book back in June, and it is also our book club book over on the Discord for this month. So that's very exciting. Yeah, if you want to join our book club, you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. You can be part of our Discord community and get access to our book club. It's super fun. Um, But you can follow Liz on social media, Twitter, I think it's at ES Christensen. Facebook is at ES Christensen author and Instagram is at ES Christensen. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely follow her. Her sequel's coming out this fall. It's going to be awesome. It is. And I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me. This week, I'm going to plug. Oh, man. I have two like dumb plugs, and they're both things that I haven't finished yet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I'll pl- I'm going to do something unconventional. I'm going to plug a book I haven't finished reading yet because the first page, the first like line was so compelling that I feel strongly confident that I can plug this. Um, I just started reading a short story, a horror fantasy compilation called mm-hmm. The Merry Spinster. 
tales of everyday horror. They're all horror retellings of a classic Western fairy tale stories. Cool. And it's not like, um, it's not like, oh, you know, the original Little Mermaid was like really, really graphic or like <sighs> whatever. It's like, it's like new stories, contemporary feeling stories even <laughs> based in these classic fairy tales. So I've only read a couple of the stories, but like they're, they're kind the voice is incredible. Uh, I said we weren't going to do like super long rambling book plugs this season. But, uh, like, uh, damn, just read this book. It's so fun. <laughs> Well, Bayana, thank you so, so much for joining us for yeah. our first chapter of Order of the Phoenix. Thank you for having me. And Grace, as always, thank you for being my trusty co-pilot. Of course. Uh, oh, how do I do my sign-offs? Um, before we go, I have a couple words that I would like to share with you. Gardilu, Cattywampus, Teradiddle, Gubbins. Until next time, folks. That's it, potheads. Thanks for listening to the Restricted Section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod, on Instagram at RestrictedSectionPod, on Facebook at RestrictedSectionPod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. Hi, my name's Sam, and I've recently become an adult. But why does adulting have to suck? Join me on my journey to rediscover the joy of following your passions as an adult and discuss it with people who are doing just that. I'll sit down with a variety of people from all walks of life and ask the important questions while trying to figure out what does it really mean to adult. Whether you're a pro or haven't even started, come and listen wherever you get your podcasts and hopefully you might learn a thing or two. I'm not sure how much I'm liking my season five sign off. All right. Okay. <laughs> because it's like when Dumbledore does the thing yeah. and then he's like nit, nitwit oddment blubber twig or whatever <laughs> learn us some new words these are all real words certified real words oh I know Caddy Wampus <laughs> <laughs> Dave X Media